Hello, and welcome to a special edition of the Kid Coach Conversations podcast. If you've listened to a few of our episodes before, you'll know that each week we ask children a thought-provoking question that builds a certain skill, like communication or creativity or critical thinking. So what we wanted to do for you is to create some special episodes that go deep on one of these all-important 21st century skills. We'll play for you what different children have said, and the Kid Coach team will also chime in with some of their thoughts along the way. Let's begin. Analytics. How many iPads are there across the whole of the UK? Maybe just like a, a million, because not everyone owns iPads. But at the same time, there will be quite a lot of people who own iPads. It's not going to be a thousand. It's going to be bigger than a thousand because there's not like a thousand people in the UK. There's like 10 million. And I think like one million is good enough because like not everyone owns iPads. But at the same time, a lot of people do. Not a bad guess, actually. There are about 70 million people, seven zero people in the UK. What's the next step in our logic? Maybe like how many people own iPads. Now my number has increased because actually I found out there's more people in the UK so mm. like we can't have a too low number but we can't have a too high number because some people won't own iPads so maybe it's a bit higher now you know maybe about 75% of people own iPads we know actually 65 because there's a lot of families which don't have iPads and don't have enough money to buy iPads but at the same time there are a lot more people mm-hmm. who are rich and they've got iPads so I think it's like 65% of people who've got iPads and 35% of people who don't. Here Isla starts out with a guess but with some prompting she quickly picks up a few new techniques. Using examples of things she knows and expanding them to reflect a wider audience is a good starting point and shows an understanding of how statistics can work. This is a basic technique but it shows some great promise. Next we'll hear from Ria trying to work out how big a beach really is. How many grains of sand are there on a beach? I know that there are lots, but it depends what size of a beach. Like if it's a very small cove or something, there'll probably be about probably two million or something. Um, but like if it's like a giant massive beach that has like lots of space, like the ones in Sardinia or something like that, there will probably be way more. Well, it depends how deep it is. But if there are like 5,000 in the square meter and like beach is like about like 50 square meters maybe then um you're on the right lines keep yeah. going i like your logic tons, 250,000 i guess in like a small beach but then there would be more in like a larger beach like the ones you can get in like big areas first of all there's no right answer to this because nobody knows <laughs> right but indeed there are a lot i'm more interested in the way you think and the structure that you apply and the logic that you use yeah why does it why does it feel too little Because I know that grains of sand are miniature, like like very small. So, and I think someone told me once that there were about a million in like a smallish beach. So I knew my figures had to be wrong. Like Isla, Rhea isn't sure where to start here to get the right number and starts taking guesses. But the importance of prompting your children is shown here as well. Using metrics she could understand, we were able to bring the scale down to one where it was easier to work within until she could actually get an estimate that made sense to her. It may not be correct, but we don't know that. But the method for getting there was what we really wanted to see. Finally, we hear from Zach, trying to work out how many tennis balls he could get inside of his family car. How many tennis balls? 
do you think you could fit inside of that car? 200? Why do you think 200? Why did you come to the idea of 200 at the start? I just guessed that 200 tennis balls could fit into my car, into my mum's car. Five people sit in it. I mean seven. How many tennis balls are a person? About seven. Actually, maybe a bit more, about 17. If we have 17 tennis balls and you fit seven people in there, so those listening at home, Zach is currently writing on a large piece of paper to try and get some calculations down. And we're going to use that throughout the rest of this exercise. 119. What about all the extra space? I would think 500. We've got the space now where the people sit and the space in the air between them. Let's think about the leftover space. 550? Probably more, or 550 added to the current total. 1,169. Using the same kind of logic you used there, how many tennis balls could you fit inside of your house? We could have about 100 cars in our house. Actually, I think it could actually be a bit more. About, hmm, let's say, actually 500 cars. And then if we fill in the extra space where a whole car can't go... Three hundred? Yeah, there's a lot of tennis. Five thousand five hundred and seventy. Zach's thinking here is based on mathematics. With some guidance for where to start, Zach was quickly able to start doing calculations and guessing averages that sounded realistic to what he was trying to achieve. With the basic maths figured out, he was easily able to relate it to other things, such as his house. Helping show your kids a new way of thinking can drastically help them with solving problems more than you'd think. This episode. We've seen the importance of methodology. Many of these conversations started out with wild guessing, but a little help went a long way. We didn't give them an answer, or even the numbers. We just helped them find a path to think for themselves. So, there you have it. What a great conversation that was, filled with some fantastic coaching moments. I found that regular conversations like this can make a big difference in equipping our kids with the softer skills they need to thrive in tomorrow's world. As you've seen, it doesn't have to take more than five or 10 minutes. And when you're doing this at home as a parent, it can be squeezed in anywhere that you have a moment, during the school pickup, over dinner, at bedtime, etc. Now I know you'll be inspired to do more of this at home with yourself, with your kids. And so I really want you to check out www.kidcoach.app or just search for Kid Coach app to get the app, which has this and hundreds more guided conversations just like it. You can get started for free and immediately start making a big difference to your child's future success and happiness. I really, really believe that these softer skills are what the next generation will need to thrive. I'm super keen to support you parents in developing this through conversation at home. So thanks for listening. Make sure you download the Kid Coach app and subscribe to this podcast as well to get our next episode straight away. My name's Coven. You've been listening to Kid Coach Conversations, and I really hope that you have a great conversation with your child today. If you enjoyed this podcast and found it helpful, consider taking a minute to leave us a review. We want to help to inspire as many parents as possible to have these kind of meaningful chats with their kids, and it would mean the world to us if you could give us some feedback. If you could give us a thumbs up or a comment wherever you normally find your podcasts, it'll help us reach more people and improve the show going forward. Thank you for listening.